Welcome to episode two of the Benogan Bulls Cricket Club podcast, The Bulls Raw. I'm Mitch Stringer, and I'm going to be joined on hosting duties by club president, Jake Savage. How are you today, Jake? Yeah, good, Mitch. Thanks for having me. Each episode, as you know from last week, we have one guest coming in to have a chat with us. Last week, we had yourself in there. Today, we've got our second grade captain. He was Bulls cap number eight, played 32 games so far for the Bulls and made 358 runs, nine wickets at 22. Greg Davin, how are you today, Greg? I'm very good, Mitch. Thank you very much. Thanks for having me here. And hi, Jake. How you going, mate? Yeah, good, Greg. Looking uh, smart as usual, mate. <laughs> Thank you. So, Greg, you were also part of the inaugural Bulls team, were you? I came across from indoor cricket. So, I think they just had the winter comp. Then, then I was part of the first summer team. So, uh, yeah, it was great because we were playing against the guys up in uh, in indoor cricket. Um, and the Bonoga Bulls kept turning up and they were a good bunch of blokes and I was looking for somewhere to uh, see if I could break a few more fingers at so um, you decided to go and have another run around with cricket. So what brought you over though? I know you said you met all the guys at indoor and things like that but um, what was it, the deciding factor that got you over to the Bulls? Jake, to be honest, it was it was literally the lads that I met um, through the indoor cricket team and um, I'd finished up probably about four years earlier with Palmy um, in their over 40s team. I was playing grade and and 40s down at Palmy and um, right at that last season it was not good it was just I lost all my passion for the game and having that time away was pretty cool then going back to indoor with the Jesus Brian boys who were just I laughed a minute Yep. And then uh, meeting new lads and uh, to be, so really what got across the line was just a really good bunch of guys that I was um, happy to go and play cricket with. So yeah, that's what got me there. Greg, you said you previously played at Palm Beach. How long did you play down there for and did you play somewhere before that or was that your first cricket club? Um, yeah, so I played at Palmy from the time I turned 40 and I uh, was with them for about five years and so that was... Uh, that was good, made a lot of good mates, uh, friends down there, so a good bunch of blokes in the 40s, but just got to the end of that time and uh, it was, uh, yeah, I don't know, just needed to have that break. But um, no, it wasn't my first club. Um, I played for Brothers up in Cairns for a number of years and then uh, my junior club and the club I played a lot of my cricket for was Gosford Club, so in Central Coast, New South Wales, and that's where I'm originally from. And I know um, Mitch in the intro said you're a second grade captain this year, but I think you meant second 11 captain and yeah. fourth grade, for, for our fourth grade, which is a great honour for yourself this year after a couple of years being around the club. What goals do you have this year, personal goals and team goals? Yeah, you are correct. It is the second 11, so, uh, and I'm happy to uh, happy to fill in wherever. So it is actually a great honour. Um, I haven't uh, captained a side since I was about 14 years old. So uh, um, clearly uh, by age alone, I'm one of the older guys these days. And um, I just hope that uh, we, have a, we have a great year in force and really uh, embed the culture that I fell in love with. And I want the guys to take that away at the end of the year. We take the flag with us, then that's even that's it's obviously a makes it yeah, it's yeah. a bonus, makes it very sweet. But um, yeah, so look, I think just to really get a good group of guys playing cricket and having fun, and um, really at the end of the end of the day, that's fun. Personally, I, I like a bit of red ink, so uh, but I'm happy uh, that I think I might be playing a little bit 
higher up in the order these days. So um, value from a wicket basically is the thing that I want to take out personally. Trying to outdo Bootsy's uh, run run rate yeah, from last year. Hundred yeah. percent. I'm going yeah. to outdo Bootsy. So no, that's uh, that's my thing. And uh, we had a great hit out at Moolumba, um with uh, with the uh, presenter here, Mr. Mitch, and we got a hundred and ten run stand for the opening, both retired, not out. And yep. oh, that's uh, the the stuff that I want to carry because that takes the pressure off some of the young blokes coming in, yep. and they can uh, have a bit of a freer session that they can hopefully grow some confidence out of. So that's uh, that blend of the old heads and the young heads and yeah, yeah. Uh, and getting using their energy. And I, th- I think you've got a, a good mix in fourth grade this year. It should be good. Yeah, yeah, 100%. Let's jump into some questions now. Firstly, if you were stuck on a deserted island, Greg, who from the crew club would you want to be on there with you and who wouldn't you want to be on the island with you? Great question. Um, there's definitely a lot of people I wouldn't want to be on there with. Um, <laughs> I love you all, but uh, yeah, in small doses. Probably say the person I'd want to be on there with would be Matty Phillips. I reckon that bloke could just about do anything. I reckon you could just say, here's a shell and he could build your house and paint it. And, you know, he'd be the bloke that you want for resources. Uh, I think he could pretty much make everything happen. It's probably a close call who I wouldn't want to be on there with between his brother, Luke, and um, and Cooper Pittman. Um, probably just going to go Cooper Pittman because he barbecued me and never bought me that beer at the Bowls Club afterwards. So uh, on that alone, you've been barbecued, Cooper Pittman. You're uh, the one I wouldn't be on the island with. And he falls in love too quick too, so oh, I think you'd be in quick. trouble, yeah. Way too quick. Yeah, still... on an island with him, yeah. <laughs> Mate, he'd still be a virgin. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So a question from me is, who's the best player you have played with and also against in your career? When I was young, there was this guy um, that played for King Cumber called David Young, and he was just this left armour, and he was like, I reckon it would have been 65 kilos, you know, ring and wet, and David Young was already like six foot two, and big left armour, and he just had the height and the bounce, and he just made it so difficult at the top of the order, so I used to open when I was in juniors, and one of the hardest blokes I've ever faced at any level, but um, there's another guy um, in Cairns who I played with and against, Robert Ace, he was this left-hand opener, just this nugget of a man, and I never, nothing I saw bowled at him ever, um, seemed to trouble him. He was yeah. one of the most solid players I've ever seen, not to play above grade level. It was yeah. crazy. So, yeah, he was, he was definitely an awesome player. And, um, you know, had he been in the right channels or went to the right school, he probably would have played for Australia, I reckon. Yeah. What would you say is your favourite Bulls moment so far since you've come over? Look, you can't go past getting your baggy green, can you? I'd, I'd be straight in to get my number eight. It's my number and... That's the day I was born on and I got that number and that's now me at the club, which is absolutely sensational. So getting yeah. getting the bag of green was pretty special, a little ceremony in front of uh, front of the team. That always gives you a bit of pride. But I suppose also um, making the semis last year in, um, in thirds, that was... Um, you know, a good bunch of blokes, probably not the most talented squad that was in the comp. There was certainly a few teams that was that was uh, probably stacking if you were uh, wanting to be controversial. But um, we got there on our merit and the heavens and everything else uh, played a part in that. They didn't see us go further, but um, ultimately that was just to be a part of that group, uh, that energy that they had and the uh, the mateship that was there. And yeah, making semis, that was pretty cool. I enjoyed that. So what's your favourite overall cricket memory? Pulls us overall what, what would it be i'll watch a lot of youtube clips of stuff just short stuff of like you know what comes up in my feed and predominantly it's rugby league 
or cricket or you know um, you know movie or music. So I I get a lot of cricket stuff that come up, and I suppose one that I always like watching, and I've watched it probably a hundred times, is when Faulkner got those twenty five runs off the last two overs. I think it was in Brisbane. He, uh, yeah, what, yeah. it was in Brizzy. Yeah. He uh, he basically took Stokes for two sixes that uh, one went for about one hundred and ten meters, the other one for one hundred and five. And he got it down to 12 off the last over. And then he hit three fours for the first three shots off uh, Bresnan, I think it was. Yeah, yeah. And, um, yeah, he just smoked it. One of the coolest finishes I think I've ever seen in the game. And the whole the whole box, they all come, all the players and stuff yeah. all come running onto the ground. I just remember that was, uh, that would have been something pretty yeah, you're cool. You're starting to make a habit of it too yeah. at that time. Yeah. Yeah, yeah very, very um. Bevan-esque. Yeah. Yeah, Michael Bevan used to do a good job there. He was pretty good, yeah. Good lefties. <laughs> Bob those lefties. That was about the time that they gave Falker the finisher nickname, wasn't yeah. it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. He yeah. got the finisher. Yeah. Um, so you're, you're a bit of a Faulkner fan, are you? Who's your favourite past and present cricket player? Definitely past. hasn't changed. That's always been the same. I've um, always been a big Greg Matthews fan. I, I think I find myself always drawn to characters, and Greg Matthews, without a... Uh, without a doubt, was a, a massive character. But as a young bloke, I was a right-arm off-spinner, um, left-hand bat, and that's what Greg yeah. Matthews was. So I had that. I felt that connection with him and um, just his crazy shit that he used to do. And then he um, went to the advanced hair side of the world and that, that was even funnier. So, uh, yeah, Greg Matthews would be probably my favourite past player. Um, present player, I would probably have to say, I've got a new favourite there. I'd have to say uh, Marnus, Labashane, and how he stepped into the team, the circumstances that he stepped into the team, the composure, how he got out in that one test he had at the non strikers end in um, Abu Dhabi or wherever it was. And to see him bounce back and come back as just like an absolute premier player, and he's just so cool. Yeah. But he's also obviously a cricket pest and uh, annoys everybody. So uh, he'd be he'd be a challenge. But I reckon he's uh, I think his head's right in that spot. I think he's a uh, he's a great player. And for young right handers out there, definitely he's he'd be one of the kids to watch and try to mimic if you can. Yeah. So you're talking about pests and characters and things like that. So who would play you in a Hollywood movie? It would probably depend what genre. Um, if it was a if it was a movie about me when I was young, oh, I don't have to probably say Ricky Schroeder. Um, you know, I was uh, I was very white with long hair when I was a kid. If I was you know going to portray uh, a Viking, I'd probably have to say Travis Fimmel. You know, that's where my nickname my nickname Ragnar comes from. So had a uh, fair good comparisons to uh, Ragnar, aka Travis Fimmel, who also was a Calvin Klein model. Just um, for a side note. But a um, couple of things in common there. Yeah, yeah. But if they were going to play my later life, if they're going to um, relive my time at the Bulls, um, probably Jason Stratham. You know, because uh, you know us bald men with uh, growth are pretty damn sexy. So yeah, <laughs> that's pretty funny, Greg. And who would you? <laughs> who, speaking of comedians, who would you say would be the funniest player at Benogan? Oh. Well, besides myself, uh, you know, or there's there's this new kid that I've got into um, into the fourth grade team, Paddy, Paddy O'Brien. He's like, so Paddy's going to turn up, he's going to do whatever he wants to do on the cricket field range. He's a goddamn good cricket player. So uh, that was my friend Paddy, so he'll be in. Um, he'd be funny um, if he was real. Uh, but secondly, I think one of the funniest dudes for me, and he's kind of just, I don't know, you're a weird funny... I'd be Bootsy. 
Clutie's dry as all shit, and some of and he some of his just his one liners that he has at a certain point in time, the delivery is perfect. Like uh, Bootsy makes me laugh, so yeah. I, I feel like we're gonna have some fun on the field between me and Bootsy by the sounds of it. Yeah, well, I've heard some of your sledge and Mitchell. Uh, we might have to talk about that. <laughs> <laughs> you were saying earlier into your music as well. So, um, what song would you like to walk out to bat to? Yeah, well, I I've had this for in my head for probably a week, thinking about what I would uh, musically go out to the crease with, and I I could have given you anything from you know folk, pop, opera, you name it, but I kind of just went back to well. Something that I like, which is really quite basic, it's three-chord music, but it's fast and it's loud and it's sung in a screaming uh, uh, Scottish accent, would be TNT by uh, ACDC. I could just that beat, yep. I could just that, and the, uh, the, the, the lift, the crescendo, just this yeah, yeah. night, and that's the song I'd walk out to. That'd be my uh, Big Bash song. Definitely a good pump-up song to walk out to. Um, did you hear they're actually bringing out a new album? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Nice. Well, just, just released a single or something, didn't they? Yeah. yeah. Single we'll comes out tomorrow, tomorrow, I think, and yeah. the album's going to be probably later in the year. Thanks for coming in today, Greg. Is there anything else that you want to add on to the podcast? Do you have any questions for us? Or Look, I think, um, firstly, thank you very much, guys, for having me, and a uh, great opportunity to come and have a have a chat and tell a few yarns. I, as you can probably tell, don't mind the story. I actually see this fourth grade team as uh, if it, we live up to our potential. I think we're uh, a definite chance at the flag and and, uh, you know, posting 251 off 40 overs at that um, trial game in uh, Moolumbar is a great indicator. That's a strong batting team. Um, and with a few additions in there, it becomes stronger. And um, we've got a great attack that can take the wickets. So yep. uh, I'm, um, I'm really looking forward to playing with the boys. And uh, as I said, we'll build that Bulls culture. So uh, you know what? As we say, boys, we're uh, all Bulls run as one and uh, stick by each other. Uh, look after yourselves and uh, make sure you look after your mates as well at the uh, my final message. Excellent. Well, yeah, thanks for coming in today, Greg, and um, thanks for stepping in today, Jake, to be co-host because, unfortunately, Johnny couldn't make it in and I believe the next episode you're going to back in the hot seat again. Thanks again. Thanks, Thanks, guys. Guys. And if you want to um, you know, give this a 1,000 likes up, then I might also be co-host <laughs> one day. See ya. Bye. <laughs>